We are making our own story as we go, as we go, as we go. Hoping we are hoping that we'll go. And welcome to the Dream Day podcast. This is Kathy Peach Lucas, and I'm a wedding planner with your Dream Day. And today we are going to talk about wedding fashion and what is going to be hot in 2023 and 2024. I am here with Kelly Hill, who is the owner of, I was just going to say Lace Bridal Couture, but you're a lot more than Lace Bridal Couture these days, Kelly. Uh, just a little bit. We have Lace Bridal Couture, we have Love Curvy Bridal down the street, and then we have the Reading Bridal Outlet across the street, and then I also have a Love Curvy Bridal in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah? Yep. How on earth did you get to Savannah? You know what? We just um, Googled the demographics. We knew that the Love Curvy Bride store was going to be a destination. Um, it is an underserved market, so we decided to kind of grow that market outside of Cincinnati and um, just Google the demographics. Georgia was a great state to move into and we love Savannah. It's a destination spot for people for honeymoons and engagement parties. So we thought, why not throw a store in there? Well, it makes perfect sense. How's the shop doing down in Savannah? Fantastic, actually. I have a, a wonderful manager down there who's been running the store while we're not there and she does an excellent job. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, we know that your shops are successful here in the Reading Bridal District mm -hmm. because now tell, tell, tell us a little bit about your history because you started with six dresses in a we single did. shop. We 10 did. years yes, ago, right? I did. Actually going on 13 years now. Oh my so, goodness. So yeah, so we started wow. as yours truly, Kelly. I opened uh, my store with only six dresses. Um, it was bridal consignment. Um, I had my wed old wedding gown was in one window. My friend's was in the other and I had four other dresses and I literally opened on a Saturday and just kind of went from there. And that was the beginning of November, 2011. By the end of December that same year, I had over 150 gowns in the store, all consigned. Um, some of the most god-awful looking gowns you could ever imagine because I took anything and everything that people would give me for consignment just to fill the store. But it's like you never know what that dress is. You, you know no. when it's the dress. Because well, and I'm telling you, I had brides, I had some of the coolest brides who wanted vintage and truly mm -hmm. their top, their top thought of vintage was eighties and nineties dresses. Like I had girls coming in wanting the puff sleeves and the beading and they were my favorite because they had a vision of something different. How does a, how do you know when a bride has found the dress? Their it's body language changes. Face. It just, all their body language face. changes. And we typically know before she knows. <laughs> Actually, we can see it in their face easily. And yet I always tell them, I'm like, you can see it in the body language because they, mm -hmm. they do three things and they don't even realize they're doing it. Mm -hmm. But like the first thing they start to do is they start to pet their hips. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and they yes, like start they staring do. themselves in the mirror like this. They do. And then they start swishing back and forth like they're twisting mm -hmm. around and then they don't want to take it off. That's a very telltale sign. That's yep. what we tell them too, because a lot of times they wouldn't just stand there forever. Yep. And a lot of times they'll still be like, well, I just don't know. I'm like, you've been in it for an hour. I think, <laughs> I think we all know this is your dress. You know, if you keep it on another eight hours, that would be your wedding day. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, wonderful. What are some other um, suggestions that you have for a bride-to-be who's looking for a dress? Like, like if she's a certain body type, what tends to look what tend to look well, on a certain body it, type. And it is a, it's a fine line when we're trying to ease the bride into certain. They, they see the models in the magazines or on Pinterest or on Instagram, and they see this gorgeous dress, but their body type may not work for that dress. Right. I, for example, the dress behind you. Stunning, stunning, stunning dress. It is gorgeous. But I have to say, a pear-shaped bride is not going to work well in that dress because there's really not much structure in it. Right. She truly needs to be more of a bride and, and not too skinny either. We need a bride who has that beautiful hourglass right. shape. 
and we will put it on them, but then we'll let them know. We'll kind of coax them and they'll see it for themselves, but we're not going to tell them, no, you can't right. try this on because then they'll never think they'll be able to find what they're looking for. So just a little tip, if you are a bride-to-be who's watching, if the salesperson at the dress shop brings you a dress just for kicks and giggles, mm -hmm. try it on because she probably knows your body type better mm -hmm. than you do and what's going to complement that. That's absolutely like, right. I remember when I was planning my wedding, mm -hmm. I'm a little bit, I got, I'm endowed. I'll just leave it at that. Um, but certain cuts didn't look good on me, right. even though they looked fabulous in the magazine. And mm -hmm. I went in with one, uh, you know, just yeah. idea of what I was going to get. And then my salesperson just brought over a strapless dress. And I'm thinking to myself, ah, a strapless dress, but all right, I'll try it on. Well, she was right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she we, was we totally almost right. always are, but you know, that's again, we gotta let the bride choose for herself too. So that's right. why in our stores, honestly, we let the bride shop with us. Mm -hmm. And I know there's some stores that would rather the bride sit down and they shop for them, but I want the bride to actually see what's on the floor. And a lot of times too, if she picks a dress, it's instinctual. Like mm -hmm. there's something about it that she may not be able to explain why she loves it, but there's something about that dress that she likes. And so we let her pick it out and we just kind of go from there. Well, and I always joke with my brides that on the wedding day, the dress is a person right. in a way, because you have to, in a way choreograph it into the mm -hmm. ceremony mm -hmm. it has to be fluffed and taken oh, yes. care of it has to be carried like a child mm -hmm. um, when you're booking a limousine you have to take into account an extra person because it takes mm -hmm. up so much room um, so I mean it's almost like you are choosing another person to be right. part of your yeah, wedding day absolutely and that's why a lot of people like to have the dressers on the day of too mm -hmm. so they can help them with the fluffing and with the bustle and everything else it's nice to have a, a stylist or a planner who can actually help them with that too well it makes it, it makes a big difference and especially with the bustle because uh, yes every bustle is, is custom and unique to the dress yes, what are the different is. types of bustles that exist typically the ones that we would suggest my favorite is the French bustle and I will suggest it on almost every gown that I know can be made into a French bustle which is the one that goes up and under okay so much prettier it gives a beautiful cascade and that's the one that has ties on correct it. Okay. yes and then the traditional bustle is the one that goes up and usually there's several other loops that go with it and then it just makes it's a bustle it's just not my favorite right um but that's pretty much the only two that we suggest because so yeah. what would be some tips for people who have a bustle period whether it be a French bustle or a traditional bustle. Well, typically like, the seamstress, um, I know the seamstress we use a lot. She mm -hmm. has their bridesmaid or maid of honor come with them to their last fitting so that she can see how to do it because Smart. typically that's what most people have doing it. Like I said, though, a wedding planner helps tremendously or their assistant, or if you have somebody who actually does the day of styling with the bride. Okay. So make sure if you have a final fitting, bring somebody with you, yes. have them videotape exactly. it so that you know exactly how this bustle works. Yes. Um, because a bustle can take five minutes. It can take mm -hmm. 20 minutes if you're not exactly sure what you're That's doing. Because right. <laughs> you want it to still look nice. You don't want to look like it was thrown together. And sometimes right. I see pictures of brides. I'm like, oh my gosh, they ruined the dress because they, you could tell they didn't know exactly what they were doing mm -hmm. and the bustle's all over the place. Mm -hmm. And so you just got back from New York. I did. So yes. what were you doing in New York? Well, we had um, New York Bridal Fashion Week. It was just last week. We were there Tuesday through Friday. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many designers in New York, and we typically do Chicago as well. Chicago is much easier because it's all in one spot. But New York is so inspiring. We love going there basically just to get more inspiration. And then you typically get a lot of the European designers who show in New York as well. Versus really? Chicago has a lot of our Midwestern Mm -hmm. designers but New York always gets more of the European brands too ones that you would never ever see anywhere else and wow. that's why I love going to New York um, I do feel like my lace product couture store I love to have 
designers that nobody else carries anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I like to be a little bit more of the fashion forward, more on trend, um, but also, you know, I, I know that we're in Cincinnati, so I kind of have to keep it, you know, a little bit more modest and conservative, but it's fun, and that's why we go to New York. Um, we went to One Fine Day Bridal Market, which is one of our favorites. It's an Australian company who does who puts that show on. Okay. And then we went to Melange de Blanc, which is a Coterie White team. It's a sales team. And we met so many designers. We get to see runway shows. We go to other studios, like our favorite designer, Antonio Gual. Um, shout out to him. <laughs> we absolutely adore him. And we, got to, we, we get to actually meet with the designer. Like I had a bride who literally bought a dress the week prior and she was adorable. She had shopped and shopped and shopped and shopped. And when she finally found her dress, she couldn't even believe she actually found her dress. And it was Antonio's. And I said, you know what? I'm going to see Antonio on Wednesday. And so he did a little video, sent it to my bride. Just those personal touches Aww. is what we we strive for because we have a relationship with our designers. And that's and I won't work with anybody who I don't think I can work with. So that's why it's so comfortable to work with our designers and then just let the brides know that we are like a one-on-one -on -one relationship with who we sell in our store. Well, and that's huge that you mentioned the fact that you share the feedback with the designers mm -hmm. on how the bride loved the dress yep. because that as a wedding professional, we strive to make people happy. Right. That's really a huge, huge part of our job description. And so if we know that you're happy, we're happy. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it, just, it makes everybody happy. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Probably even, I think more so because the wedding industry all of the purchases are emotionally driven. Absolutely. I mean, because yes. nowhere, el nowhere else in this world would you spend several thousand dollars on something without no. going on Google and researching, researching and finding reviews on something specific. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's more of a feeling when you purchase the dress. You're like, it is. this is the dress. And I have to say too, in this economy and in the world right now, online shopping is everything, but it'll never be for weddings. And that's no. for bridal. I agree. You have to try it on and it's all about the experience now. I mean, of course, the shows have helped a little bit with that whole experience. Um, but we love to give our brides that feeling, that emotional feeling and her party that's with her. Mm -hmm. They have to enjoy this experience. Absolutely. Now, do you also do bridesmaids dresses? We do not. Okay. No. So with when the bridesmaids come in, what are some suggestions that you have for them when they're shopping with the bride on well, their big day? Well, there's several stores on our street. So since we're in the Reading Bridal District, there's 11 bridal stores. Mm -hmm. And out of the 11, I think four of them offer bridesmaids as well, and they actually have bridesmaid departments. Okay. So my stores just aren't big enough to handle bridesmaids. We do bridal, we do bridal well. That's what we, <laughs> I stick with one good thing and that's... Well, and as a business owner, that's so true is to just focus on what you do mm -hmm. best and you have a lot of vendors that try to expand and do this and do right. that and do this and do that and you're almost like stay in your lane <laughs> kind of yes that's and, yes. and just do what it is that you do best i mean that's why i do planning and mm -hmm. i do planning <laughs> right and that's it and that's I, yep. I understood that and the stores that do carry bridesmaids have the space and they have the knowledge of bridesmaids. They're, they've been doing right. it for a while, they know what they're doing. So I just always recommend the stores down on the street for bridesmaids. So what are some of the hot trends that you saw in New York, New York City for oh the upcoming year? We saw so many cool things. Um, <laughs> I have to tell you, I'm gonna be on Fox 19 on Thursday, and a little spoiler alert, the 90s. That is like what? all of the designers are going Shoulder to- Shoulder pants and puffy sleeves? New, not that one. Oh, shoot. Think, think <laughs> Carolyn Bissett Kennedy. Think of Carolyn Bissett Kennedy. Yeah, Remember? Oh, really sleek. The sleek Yes, oh, wow. that is the look. And I feel like that look should have been around forever. And it feels like it's just it's now timeless. Kind of, it's timeless. So yes, and I have to say there are some puppy sleeves still kind of rolling around in there. <laughs> but I'm thinking the Carolyn Carol Bissette, more all old Hollywood glam. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then those gloves, those, <gasps> those came in Yay, last season, but they're even more so this season with more embellishments on the gloves, just <sighs> a throwback to other decades, but making it more modern. And it's very it breakfast wonderful. at Tiffany's. It is. Absolutely. Wow. It is. Yes. Yeah, accessories, veils always. Mm -hmm. um, I did notice, because we picked up a couple of accessory designers, and the veils now, blushers are coming back again. So the blusher that goes over the face has been gone for several years now, mm -hmm. and we noticed a lot on the runway, they showed the blushers again. So oh, again, nice. going back to that decade, where that was something you always had to have was that blusher over your face. Yeah. So what about shoes? What did you see with shoes? You know, actually we got to see, we were supposed to see um, Cheval, who uh -huh. was the artist formerly known as Haley Page. That's how I, because um, she's now a shoe designer and her shoes are fabulous. Feathers on the shoes, lots of sparkle on the shoes, high, high heels. But if the bride's still in heels, she had some really cute booties that were sparkly booties. I'd be a booty yeah. girl. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and we see a lot of brides now too, they're wearing the embellished sneakers, that type mm -hmm. of thing, typically for the reception. Yeah. Um, but majority of the girls, they're going for color. Um, I know a lot of my brides typically go with one of their accent colors and make it in their shoes too. So. Oh, that's a great idea. Yes. Yeah. So with... Um, the different uh, shoes that you were talking about, one thing that it's so important, if you are gonna switch your shoes out for the reception, mm -hmm. to keep in mind, if you've got a five inch heel on for the ceremony, your dress is going to be altered right, to fit those five inch heels, mm -hmm. not the flat sneakers. Correct. So just a little tip, if you're planning to swap shoes, be aware that it's probably going to impact a little how much bit. the dress yeah. drags a little bit on now, the Now there's ground. one thing that my seamstress did mention too, that if the bride does want it, and a lot of them want it to switch out to flats. If the dress can be, you can use some of that invisible tape, flip up the hem just a little bit. It's typically oh, that's a great idea. Inches. Just flip it up. That way she's not really tripping over her dress. Well, an invisible tape, you can buy that at anywhere. I've, I've, I usually buy mine at CVS. Right, exactly. CVS has great stuff yep. like that. So they have, they have, it's just called um, double-sided clothing tape. Mm -hmm. And literally it just, it, you just peel off the one side and then you stick it. Mm -hmm. One thing to keep in mind with it though, is if it's really, really humid outside yeah, and your body perspires, well. the sticky tape is not going to be as no. effective as it would be like say in a you know right. 65 to 75 degree exactly. weather day. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the other colors that you were seeing on the runway? Oh gosh, so we have a lot of blushes. So a lot of blush undertones, champagne undertones mm -hmm. still, blue is a big thing right now. What Lots shade of, of blue? Like a baby blue. Okay. And there are so many beautiful ones too. And I, I, as much as I want the blue dresses, I know I can't sell them in Cincinnati. I'll probably have one <laughs> for my windows because I love it. Um, lots and lots of ruffles. Lots of more of the accordion pleat. That's a very big thing now oh, too. Wow. The fabric that has like an accordion pleat. It's like a chiffon. Yes. And it's so soft. That's and almost so, from the 60s it, with that the accordion. Is, yep, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So that's, they're giving, paying homage to more of the earlier decades and just making it a little bit more fun with a twist. Very neat. Yeah. What was, what was the best conversation that you had with one of the designers when you were in New York? You know, we picked up a new designer called Sebastian Luke mm -hmm. and they, he is actually the president of the bridal council, which is a, a group that's just part of the whole bridal industry. And I follow him and he's making so much headway in eco-friendly, eco-friendly fabrics. So a lot of his gowns that I picked up are all eco-friendly. Wow. Um, it's an eco-friendly crepes and there's, there were organza um, and it's all sustainable. And that's, that's really what, the trend is going for for the designers is to have more sustainability in their dresses not so much waste um it's it he was fascinating i mean absolutely just telling it and you could tell his passion for it mm -hmm. um and his designs truly were they were so 
fashion forward and I did pick up a few of them and we'll see how they work but um, <laughs> we'll see I fell in love with them but um, and it was all made of the eco-friendly fabric so yeah. well for those of you watching on YouTube we will include links to these particular fantastic. designers in the comment section yeah. as well as lacebridalcouture.com fantastic um, but what would you suggest to a bride-to-be who is watching and is getting ready to plan her first trip out with her girls to choose her dress what would you suggest to her if they come down to the district, I have to say there are 11 stores. Please do your research before you come to the district. Find out which store fits your personality better. Find out which one would carry designers that you're wanting to see and to try on. Because all of our stores, we carry a little bit of everything, but we're not all for the same bride. So right. just if you know you like more of a classic, modern, you know, timeless dress. Of course, Lace Bible Couture would be perfect for you. But if you say you want more of a boho feel or more really whimsical or boho, maybe Bo Chic Bride will be more for you. So just, just do your research before you mm -hmm. come. Try not to make an appointment of every store because you will be absolutely exhausted. Yes, you will be three maximum three max. is all you want to do. absolutely correct. Three yeah. max. Make sure you make time for lunch because we've got some great restaurants mm -hmm. down here. So just make it a fun day. Don't put too much stress on yourself. If you find the dress, it's typically one of the first three in the store. If you find it, that's it. Like yep. quit shopping, just say yes, enjoy the experience because yep. if you continue to shop, it becomes more of a chore and then the fun and thrill is gone. No, I agree with that. The other thing that I would suggest is if you have a budget for your dress, get an idea of what, how far that will go. Correct. No, that's very good because majority of the stores down here, we all start around the 1000 to 1200 mark. Mm -hmm. um, we have the outlet, obviously, that it has gowns at $3.99, but you know, it depends if you want something to take home with you at a discount. So right. there's a couple of stores like that here that you can literally walk in and walk out with your dress that day. And that's what our outlet is for, mainly mm -hmm. for our brides who just don't have enough time to order a dress because special ordering, just so you know, is still taking at least six months. I was going to um, say nine months, so yeah, that's some, actually shorter that, than... Six would be getting the dress in, but you still need to allow time for your alterations. Right. That's why we always suggest to please shop at least 12 months out. That way nobody's stressing about the dress coming in in time. Yeah. And then you make sure you get your alterations because we do say it'll at least three months for alterations. Yeah. And for just for wedding planning timeline purposes, you know, you'll get engaged and then you get the ring. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the ring for a little bit because that's an exciting time. It is exciting. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you know, there's only one time in your life when you first get engaged. But then once the, the high of that wears mm -hmm. off, the next thing you need to do is figure out where your ceremony and reception going yeah. to be, and then you go dress shopping. That's exactly Those right. Those three go hand in hand. Um, and I have to say, finding a planner too. I think having a planner yeah. helps so much for the bride because then she's not dealing with all of the stress. I tell my brides all the time, it's like a full-time job on top of your full-time job it is. to plan it is. a wedding. And I honestly, the ones who do have a planner are so less stressed. They're just calm. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, she told me to come here, so I'm coming here. She told me to do this, that kind of thing. I'm like, okay, that's perfect. We'll, we'll work with that. Yep. So, yep. But you're right. They need to have their venue first, obviously a date, venue, and then the dress. Well, I did a class here at Gallery 118, which is where we're shooting this mm -hmm. today. And I said, you know, what, what did he give you? You know, what was, you know, what did you get on your... Um, uh, the day you got engaged and they they made comments like oh i get i get to marry my best friend oh i got a beautiful engagement ring and i said you got another gift i said you got a part-time job for the next 18 months <laughs> and they looked at me at first like what and then i said 
between now and then, you will spend 15 to 20 hours a week planning your wedding, whether that be research, whether mm -hmm. that be posting in Facebook groups, right. going on wedding directories, going to wedding shows. And it is, it's like yeah, having a part-time right. job. So really what it comes down to with a planner is, do you want to outsource that work and have quality time with your, with your fiance mm -hmm. and your family? Or do you want to take that job on yourself? There is no wrong answer to that question right. because there, there are some there are some couples that thrive on planning yeah, it themselves. It. Yes, and you know all the power to them. But when you have a planner, you're not going to make rookie mistakes. Correct. That's very true. And when I say rookie mistakes, I mean things like um, in your flowers, for example you can have your heart set on an orchid for example i'm just gonna use orchid mm -hmm. as an example orchids are expensive mm -hmm. but if you like the look of an orchid you can cut back the number of orchids in that picture that you saw on pinterest and substitute some other blooms that will also make it look full you'll still have that orchid but maybe not as much cost associated right. with it so and those are things that you, this is the only wedding you're ever going to plan hopefully and this is what we do for a living yep it's exactly right so just listen to the experts <laughs> <laughs> well and you and i met years ago because we were i think in, we found out it was like 10 years ago yes. now right oh my gosh crazy that means i got 10 years older well so did i <laughs> So did I. We were in uh, Bad Girl Ventures together, yes. which is now known as Aviatra Accelerators, mm -hmm. and it it's designed for for women business women business, owned mm -hmm. businesses That's to right. help them actually run their business like a business. Mm -hmm. And you were a finalist yes. with Lace Bridal Couture. I was. Yes, that's exactly when we transitioned over from yours truly Kelly to Lace Bridal Couture and going from just off the rack dresses consigned to special order dresses, which is a whole different ball game. Mm -hmm. And um, the amount of expense that goes into even just building your inventory in your store. So I had so much help from Bad Girl Ventures. They set me up with an attorney. They set me up with, um, gosh, oh, I had mentors from SCORE. And it just, it was the amount of knowledge I received was just invaluable mm -hmm. from Bad Girl Ventures. I mean, I truly, everything I've, I'm using, like a lot of my processes are still from yep. Bad Girl Ventures. Yep, and it basically just teaches you to treat your business like a business and not a hobby. Like Correct. you set up a business plan, you have your line of credit, you That's have, right. um, you know, you have employees like me, I have contractors, you know, you yeah. just, it, it just really teaches you how to run the business. It does, and when I opened, business. I had nothing. I had no business plan, no nothing. I just went over there, found a lease, painted, put six dresses in the store, and that was it. I mean, I literally was from ground up, mm -hmm. you know, it was grassroots all the way. Just what would you say to somebody <laughs> who's thinking about opening up a wedding business? What would be the best as a bridal you? store? Just in general, in, in the wedding general, industry, I would do research. Just research. I think location, location, location. Also, like if you do want to be a bridal store, I think you need to figure out what stores will be around you, which ones are not offering what you want to offer. Um, and just tons of research. Because when I did it, I it was in 2011, mm -hmm. and um, I didn't do enough research, and I had no idea what I was doing, but it just happened to work. And you work, <laughs> and you work your tail off. I'm telling you, when you first start your business. It's not like a hobby. Like you said, we've seen, we've been down here now going on, let's say 12, 13 years. Yes, 12, 13. I can't remember. <laughs> we've been down here for a while. Um, we have seen several bridal shops, for instance, come and go in that time frame mm -hmm. just because they think this is fun. It is. We love it, but it is also work. It is your yes. job. And if you want to make a business and a success out of it, you've got to put in your time and your effort. You can't yep. just be like, okay, here's my store and I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to open today. You know, that kind of thing. It's 
Well, it's the same thing with wedding planners because our industry has such a high turnover rate. Right. And I would say, and again, this is a Kathy statistic, but it's probably pretty close, is that I would say about 60% of all wedding planners fold within the first five years. Um, and the reasons they fold is they plan their own wedding and now they're planning somebody else's wedding. Yeah. They get a high maintenance client and then it's not fun anymore. No. No, I wouldn't um, be able to do what you do. Because obviously <laughs> playing your own wedding is a lot more fun yeah, than playing it is. You know, somebody else's because they have a different vision, mm -hmm. they have different ideas, and they may not match what you love to do, exactly. but it is what they need to do. Or they get pregnant, oh. and the baby's more interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can what, see that. That's what you see a lot. I was thinking lot. maybe the weekends, because even when we're trying Nights to hire... Nights and weekends are the other thing, that's, too. Because we work every Saturday, every Sunday. Like, yep. I'm literally here. I, I can count on one hand how many Saturdays I've missed in 13 years. I just, oh, I, I've never I missed a wedding day. I can't not be in my store on a Saturday. And I feel like, too, when, when I have girls come in, like, oh, this would be so fun. This would be so fun. I'm like, so can you work Saturday? Like every Saturday? I'm like, pretty much. Pretty much. So yeah. that's also another thing. I think weekends are a lot, too. So. Well, and like we're shooting this on a Monday, which is our day off. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, but it is true. I mean, your, your nights and weekends, and like my husband will wait up for mm -hmm. me, and sometimes I don't get home until 2 in the morning yeah, on a Saturday it. night. And um, but that, I mean, but that's just par for the course. It, it is. It comes with the game. It absolutely does. So, well, Kelly, it's been so great oh, chatting with you Kathy. today. It was very nice. So what, what is the best way for people to find you? Well, you can find us um, at Lace Bridal Couture, obviously on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on Your Facebook. TikTok is fun. Thank you. Your TikTok is a lot of fun. Yes, definitely check out their TikTok. Yeah, our TikTok's <laughs> awesome. Um, and the Love Curvy Bridal, same with that. And then also for the Reading Bridal Outlet, we have Instagram, TikTok, and um, Facebook for all of those. Obviously, our websites, um, they're pretty awesome. We've worked really hard on our websites. And then, um, obviously, we're right down here in the Reading Bridal District. Uh, Lace is at 100 West Benson Street, so we're right on the corner, beautiful spot. And then my outlet is at 133, and then Love Curvy's at 307 West Benson. Well, I think what's great about the Hill Collective is that you have a dress for every bride. That's you exactly really right. Do. And it's not all in one store, because I know right. it can be very overwhelming for the brides, mm -hmm. so I want to still stay very boutique-ish, but be able to serve all brides. Wonderful. Yeah. Kelly, thank you so much for Thanks, joining Kathy. us today. Thanks for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button. We'd love for you to follow our future podcasts. I'm Kathy Peach Lucas with Your Dream Day. Happy planning.